did that for about six months, and I had actually a year. I thought it was six months. Mm-mm. Oh, you know what? I had been living in my apartment for six months. Mm-hmm. We did it for a year, but about halfway through that, I had to move to a new apartment. I moved in by myself. Not I just interesting. Have a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, can you cut this out, please? <laughs> Keep it. Uh, that's something that actually happens with us a lot because I sometimes, especially if I'm excited about something or a story, I go into too many details. I talk a lot. Uh, and, then and I want him to cut it out. Snip it. Hi, I'm Julia Meltzer. Welcome to Honey. Happy Labor Day weekend, everyone. Um, today we have Sarah and Clay. They've been together for seven years. They're an extrovert and an introvert, which of course I'm very interested in. And I have to tell you about Clay. You're going to get to know him over the course of this episode, and he is a photographer. So I want you to go to his Instagram, Clay Larson. Or you can go to claylarson.com, C-L-A-Y-L-A-R-S-E-N. And he does headshots, food photographs, but weddings and maternity shoots too. So go look at his stuff. And if you like his vibe on the podcast and on his Instagram, hire him to take a picture of you. Um, That's all. Enjoy. Honey, 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 come home. Cause we've got things to talk about I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, 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 come home Cause I think we can work it out We all sound great. Great. Good. Sarah and Clay, welcome <laughs> to Honey. Yay. Hooray. Thank you. Thanks how for are, having us. How are you guys? Good. Very good. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? I'm great. I'm really excited about all of our beverages. Yeah, we have a lot. We're going to finish our espressos and then move on to the wine. <laughs> it's, it's that time of day. It's that time of day. It's 445 it's yeah, the end of espresso time. It's the beginning of wine time. It's a Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's very European to have an espresso to and then wine. I feel before Italian your podcast. I, yeah. before your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very Italian. Um, okay, so how long have you guys been together? Seven years in August. Yeah, almost seven years. That's a long time. Yeah, it's yeah. very very long. How did you meet? Uh, well, 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 <laughs> well, well, well. Um, we. By the way, you're in definitely in the longer, you're in the longer 50% of honey oh. couples for sure. We also, uh, we oh, dated long God. distance for a long time oh. too. So I don't know if that's like another category, if you categorize all of your I, honey that's, couples. My last couple was like that too. They had been together for four years. The majority of it was long distance. Oh, wow. It was wild. No. That's, no. That's too <laughs> like, long. I reject I said that. that's too long, <laughs> even though I'm like, we did that, and it was great. <laughs> okay, so you've been together for seven years. How mm-hmm. did you meet? Uh, well, way back in 2003, uh, we were in college, and I was at you. 2005. Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> 2003, four, five, in that range. Okay. Uh, but I was at USC, and she was at San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, her correcting my pronunciation of things happens a lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I well, love he, it. You need to learn to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
wouldn't you rather have her do it than like you know I don't know you're making a big speech yeah. to a fancy gala <laughs> and you pronounce a word wrong yeah I also really should know the name of your college yeah, you better said Opispo and that's there's not a P there anyway okay so my college improv group had created this college improv festival called Fracas uh-huh. uh, and the first year it happened that's why I can't remember exactly the year it was uh-huh. 2003 to 2005-ish ish uh Sarah's team came down and I know for a fact we met there. I actually don't remember like the, you know, first time we said, hi, I'm Clay. No. I am Sarah. I don't remember that. Uh, I didn't. I like we met, but I there was no sort of like, look at that guy. <laughs> I was just like, that's Wait, another what? guy. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> no lightning bolts. No lightning bolts. Uh, but we became. Like, I don't believe in love at first sight. Oh, yeah? And I don't really believe in love, but that's maybe oh. for another day. <laughs> is that what this podcast is about? You trying to figure it out? Probably. But I think that actually it's like part of it. I'm like, I don't think there's this like thing called love. I think there's like two people choosing to stay in a relationship together hmm. and it's not magical or. <laughs> I, think, I think I would in a lot of ways agree with that. Yeah. Like there's an think... element of like. You're wrong. I think what a lot of the time people think is like oh, storybook love is like like the initial like passionate part yeah but that's the part that can sometimes fade and then it's like well no a real relationship that stays together for a long time you have to work and figure things out and mm-hmm. learn how to live with each other yeah and then the love feelings are like your brain chemicals yeah. Just getting like addicted to that person. And like when you feel, I read this thing that was like when you're, when you feel heartbroken, it's like you're in dopamine withdrawal. Oh, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Isn't that great? And that's yeah. why this article that I read was like, don't talk to the person. Don't look at the, don't look, mm-hmm. just you have to like cut yourself off like you're a recovering addict. Yeah. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Totally. Wow. Okay. So. So we met then. You met. You met. We wow. What a what a deep tan- deep and short tangent. I yeah. just went on. Okay. So we don't believe in love at first sight. You met, but you don't even really remember meeting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it kind of became a thing where our two improv groups almost became like sister groups at different campuses. We became pals. Yeah. For like sure. We would like go on road trips up the coast and then just like crash on their couch and do a show at their campus and stuff like that. So yeah, my uh we in San Luis Obispo, you uh the college kids would rent anytime after your freshman year, you rent a house and stay there with friends and we had like really nice houses uh-huh. in, in like a really beautiful like new track home with like a guest house. So yeah, they came and stayed once and we're like uh Clay slept outside uh and then our sprinklers came on and so he drunkenly dragged the sleeping bag inside <laughs> we woke up and we're like what's this wet sleeping bag doing in here and i like to think that's when the love at first sight <laughs> not at first sight but love is a wet sleeping bag <laughs> oh yeah Wh- why were you sleeping outside i got drunk and <laughs> in that logic i was like oh I could never sleep out under the stars in los angeles <laughs> they have a nice lawn here with a wooden fence enclosing the yard. I feel safe. <laughs> I'm going to sleep outside. Also, there's not enough beds for all the people in this house. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. But we... Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's our, <laughs> at 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but that's how our friendship developed. And it was just that nice friendship. And then I 
when I graduated, I moved to New York and we, uh, I would come back to visit my college friends, like anytime I came back for the holidays or anything like that. Um, and we'd see Clay at parties all the time and we kind of just became pals. Yeah. And it was partly because too, you know, after college, we easily could have never seen each other again, even with like all her friends moving to LA, but she started doing UCB in New York and I started doing UCB out here and a lot of her slow friends did UCB out here. And so it was like almost by chance we ended up still being in the same circles a lot Mm -hmm. and still seeing each other probably like usually once or twice a year. Yeah. A couple times a year probably. Um, And then one year at DCM, the, this is not the year at DCM, the year before me and you and Patrick Clare were drunk on the dance floor at DCM and we had a dance battle for like an hour um, or more, just like a fun (laughs) drunken dance battle. And uh, then Clay and I like wrote on each other's walls, like uh, Facebook walls. Facebook walls. walls. Mm -hmm. Whoa, people don't do that anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, It was like, that that weird like open communication like everyone can see what we're messaging oh totally uh, but that way it's also not like private like sending yeah. him a message like You're hey right. but it was uh just like fun and jokey like uh see you next year same time and we like put it in our calendar of like 1 a.m dance battle with clay larson yeah it was like a kind of flirty bit uh-huh mm-hmm. um and for it was a flirty bit scheduling a dance battle for one year later. <laughs> yes. yes, cool. Uh-huh. I'm getting a sense of the pacing. Of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been together for seven years, but this is thirty years in the making. Yes. Uh, we move at a glacial pace. <laughs> okay, so we're flirting, flirting on Facebook walls. Um, and actually, that then so that happened that summer, and then for New Year's, you were out mm-hmm. here in LA, and you actually came to the UCB New Year's party with a date Mm -hmm. Uh, and at the time I may have been uh, drunk and other things maybe he was Uh, pretty inebriated yeah (laughs) and we ended up dancing and I was in a real good mood and telling everybody how much I like them and Sarah and I were dancing and her date was somewhere else and I believe what I told you was if you lived in LA I would ask you out so fast (laughs) Uh, and I was like, well, if I lived in L.A., I would accept that date. Um, But then nothing happened that night because I was there with someone else. But so this was just like a very smooth. It was totally fine that your friend liked you. And but from then on, I was like, uh, I, you know, went back to New York and I I guess because you weren't living in the same place there. No, it's fine. Yeah. 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 If you were friends who are living in the same place, totally. Then it would be like, I get it. And it was also smart. If you want to fuck your friend, move to a different city, (laughs) move to a different city. (laughs) Then you can like be honest. (laughs) Yeah. I got all the good advice. here. (laughs) And I think when I said it, there was also that sense of like, like, I mean, I'm just going to say I was on ecstasy. It, doesn't matter. I was uh, about to ask you if you were on the drugs that make you love everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was being coy about it. It was very clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, so the state I was in when I asked it was very like, you're great. You're so great. If you lived here, I would ask you out so fast. You know, like that sort uh-huh. of the way people are on that. Uh-huh. But it was true. Uh-huh. And then it like stuck in my brain. So I um, dated a guy when I went back to New York. Different guy than 
previously mentioned at all. And he was like fun and nice. But I was like, just not. I knew I would like we weren't falling in love and whatever. Um, Were you comparing him to Clay? I kind of was a little bit like just I was like, (laughs) I could be dating somebody like Clay, um, but not Clay because Clay lives in Los Angeles. That's a million miles away. Um, But it was like kind of on my mind a little bit. And then, then the next DCM came around. We had our dance battle scheduled in our our calendar. Um, Definitely a lot more like Facebook messages went back and forth that spring about the dance battle. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because now it's it's a bit (laughs) that's a good excuse to remain in contact. Yeah. And we kissed on the dance floor and then, then that's it. And then you were dating, but you you stayed in New York and you went back to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had like a uh, well, this is like such a long story. I'm so sorry. No, this uh, is great. This is what the people want. Yeah. And you know what? If you don't want this, you can fast forward a little bit. We'll start talking Just about fast fights forward, like two minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Stick in there for the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. If you stay with us cats. through the entire putting Gemma in her crate, saga, <laughs> you can hang. <laughs> For a few more You're minutes a real fan. of how we met. Okay. <laughs> but basically, after that night, I went, because literally the next morning I was going back to LA. And we like, you know, said this was great, whatever. And then we emailed and texted a bunch. And over the next like two weeks, it well, was. Well, no, the very next oh, week. Oh, no, that's right. The very, the very next, next week. weekend, I was going to be in California for my high school reunion. Um, and I was like, this is so weird, but do you want to come to my high school reunion with me? And Uh, I immediately said yes. Oh, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. When we're done recording, I have to ask you guys for some advice. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Okay. So you invited him to your high school reunion. Mm -hmm. And what, like... So that was the week after DCM weekend. She flies out. I took a day off work and went up for this. Uh, But were you like, there was no, like, what are we, or... There were, yeah, we had like the next day we had a little bit of the like, what are we doing? Because how did you introduce him to people at the high school reunion? Um, There was only one person uh, that asked like, how did you guys meet? And I was like, actually, this is our first date. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, she asked, how long have you guys been together? And we were like, this is our first date. (laughs) Um, uh, Everyone else didn't, yeah, didn't ask about it. But it kind of was just like everyone's there with their significant others. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But we had a day after that um, before I left that was like, what are we doing? Like, we can't date long distance. That would be bad. So we decided not to. And then spent like two weeks. Yeah. A week week? or two weeks. Uh I I think it's a week because I always think is two weeks after DCM when Mm -hmm. things really kicked off. Yeah. And so like a week after the high school reunion, we basically had been spending a week. Now I'm second guessing myself. Maybe it was two weeks. It truly doesn't matter. matter. (laughs) We spent a week or two being very like mopey and kind of what you were saying about, oh, if you're feeling heartbroken, you shouldn't talk to them. We were talking like like texting texting and and emailing and G-chatting constantly Uh uh, because we both had very boring desk jobs yeah. Uh, at the time where we could just be on Gchat all day. Fine. Yeah. But just felt like super heartbroken. Right. Um, but also at the same time going like, we can't do this. But you had been on the same page about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you were just, you 
each had broken your own heart. Yeah. Together. Yeah. You're and like, like <laughs> that would be so stupid. I remember because we had both been doing like online, like OK Cupid stuff for a mm-hmm. little while before that DCM. And I remember us both telling each other like, hey, you know what? We should both make it a point. Go on a date this weekend. <laughs> Like we were saying, we need to date someone else this is so we like get out very of this rom com. Yeah, I love it's it. So stupid. I love it. <laughs> oh, this story is the most interesting thing about us. <laughs> Everything else is very boring. We got two cats. Everything's great. <laughs> After no that, it's just talking about our cats. Um, big fights about what they should eat, the kind of toys we should get. Uh, I hope you do fight about it. I know. It's thrilled. always like give them what all the toys. <laughs> Okay, where uh, are we? We're G-chatting, we're moping. And then, so like, whatever, a week or two weeks later, we were, because we were still talking on the phone occasionally, and it was, I remember it was a Sunday night, and I called you, I forgot, oh, I had gone to a party the night before, that Saturday, got a bit drunk, very depressed, went home, and at like 2 a.m., just like, decided, well, what are ticket prices to New York like? Uh, and I looked at that, and it was like, oh, okay, that's a little cheaper than I thought. I've got a little money saved up. And the next day, uh, I also knew that Sarah's birthday was coming up. It was like a month from then. September 15th. Mm-hmm. Everybody remember, send me all the gifts. <laughs> it's the only reason she, why she wanted to come on here. Yes, please. I told her not to do that. Okay, uh, I'll make sure we release this in a timely you. way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but I basically called her that night and we were talking and I kind of had... Uh, similar to how you felt, I think, when you asked me to go with you to the high school reunion, I kind of had like, hey, maybe this is dumb. Maybe this is ridiculous. But I did look up ticket prices. They're not that bad. I think I had been saving up for something recently. And I was like, I don't need this whatever camera accessory or something that I was thinking about getting. How would you feel if I flew out for your birthday weekend? Would that be weird? And... And I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) We basically kind of just decided, uh, for me, I remember it feeling like, well, it hurts so bad to not be together. Why don't we just try it and see if it feels any better? And immediately it did. Like, uh, I, yeah, I immediately felt great um, and just felt better about life in general. And uh, yeah, and we've been in love ever since. That's so I what it has struck me so far is just well one the slow pace but <laughs> so two slow. just how like you even in this story you've described three or four things that would give me a lot of uh angst <laughs> <laughs> more than angst but you guys are just you were just chill yeah, I mean, it was. And then super weirdly, the thing the that time. would give you the thing that gave you guys angst would not. God, what does it say about me? I'm like, that would be great to just know there was somebody um, who liked me on the other coast, and then <laughs> I would never have to like explore that relationship and possibly have it fail. <laughs> I could just be comfortable in the knowledge that somebody out there. <laughs> likes me don't i'm in therapy don't worry (laughs) no i feel like that's uh that's super normal and i feel like this is the first relationship where uh and i guess we we have gone through those times of like what is this where are we going are we on the same path for sure um but i feel like for the first time i felt like oh 
I like someone at the same level that they like me. Um, and it felt about the, and I feel like it for me was always like, I really like this person and they kind of like me. Okay. Um, or this person really likes me and I think that they're very weird. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, or we're just friends or whatever that is. But, um, yeah, this was the first one that was like, if, uh, as soon as we said yes to the relationship, it felt so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that was seven years ago. That was so long ago. It's crazy. And we uh, did long distance for like a year and a half. Um, I was planning on moving out to L.A. anyway. I was like, within the next three years. And then uh, about a year and a half after that, I moved out. So I got her here much faster for everybody who has her at UCB now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good job. But we also didn't move in together right away. Mm-hmm. Um, just to keep that pace as slow as we possibly could. <laughs> I do think that was good, though. I think it would have been... I think it's good... Because we never lived in the same city together. And just mm-hmm. dated normally yeah. Yeah. while not living together. We so, were like, let's figure out if we actually like each other or just like this idea of each other. Um, and we did that for about six months. And I had actually... A year. Mo- I thought it was six months. Mm-mm. Oh, you know what? I had been living in my apartment for six months. Mm-hmm. We did it for a year, but about halfway through that, I had to move to a new apartment. I moved in by myself. I just have a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, can you cut this out, please? <laughs> Keep it. Uh, that's something that actually happens with us a lot because I sometimes, especially if I'm excited about something or a story, I go into too many details. I talk a lot. Uh, and, then, and I want him to cut it out, snip it. Let's just hear the details. <laughs> I love it. I feel like it's the improv coach me where I'm like, stop it. Say it <laughs> in one sentence yeah. instead of six. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tend to be a much more like analytical, like introverted person. So like I oftentimes will be like, well, I want to make sure I am clear about all the details that I'm trying to get across. I'm uh-huh. like, no one cares. Yeah. Just cut to it. Oh, Sarah's- yeah. That's really what we're here to talk about is you're an extrovert and you're an introvert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm tell me but so far you seem you don't seem that I would never I wouldn't have guessed that you were different at different parts of that scale well I think we're it's- not uh I'm not super extroverted and Clay isn't super introverted mm-hmm. but we definitely tend to lean those ways mm-hmm. for yeah. sure I mean it's definitely like you said a scale and yeah. you know like I did improv at UCB for years so it's obviously I'm not you know a shy introvert who never talks to anybody he doesn't know but like I have days where I'm just like I don't want to go to this party I will feel better if I stay at home and just like retra- recharge my energy yeah totally yeah. and I need to party all the time <laughs> so <laughs> I've had to get comfortable either partying by myself and by party I mean like go out to McManus or a birds whatever <laughs> um god the old new york in me that's, is like whoa. that's that's like a uh, will be a very in, fun inside baseball <laughs> moment for some people and most people i gotta go to gristides <laughs> um uh going to like birds or something and hanging out and, and doing having, a bunch of ecstasy just having like all the ecstasy <laughs> that they've got at birds <laughs> clearing them out <laughs> I like how at one point in the story we're like, oh yeah, so I had been out of ecstasy and this happened, and then later we're just like, oh, I'm I'm much more of an introvert. Because <laughs> yeah, you was, need that to like that was connect. Kind of a red herring. Mm-hmm. That um, your ecstasy, your New Year's ecstasy. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it too is I think people think of this as like 
introvert and shy is the same thing and they're not like right yeah so like I think that's something that throws people too yeah I think early on in our relationship there was some sort of like we would have conflicts about um he would be feeling overwhelmed or something in a uh if you don't mind me talking about this a little bit yeah that's fine um just like at a big party uh especially like we went to karaoke one night uh in New York and it was all my friends um and I could like Clay was taking this is so stupid Clay was taking a really long time to decide on a song and I was like just choose one to me I have a list in my phone of songs that I sing because I (laughs) don't I'm like okay great I'm gonna sing this song I'm gonna sing this song a Shania Twain in there um but he was taking so long and I got really annoyed and that was like uh and we eventually just had to leave um but it kind of was a little bit of a oh you're overwhelmed and overstimulated and that's a uh that's a place where I normally feel pretty okay Mm -hmm. especially around people that I know uh and it's uh I had to like recognize like oh I I have to be more uh receptive to when that's not for you when you can't or don't want to do that and likewise I think part of that too is just I have to I kind of had to learn I had to be a little more forthcoming about like hey and at the time also, like I am now on medication for anxiety uh-huh. and I wasn't at that time. So that too is like sometimes introversion for me would come out where I would get very anxious. And then it would be something like that where I know for a fact that in that scenario, I don't re- actually remember that super specifically. Uh, I was in, like, choose a song, Clay. Yeah. But <laughs> I've karaoke's been, the best. I know when I'm in that situation, like it becomes, okay. I have to find the right song and I start overthinking the options. Yeah, that's the, yeah, totally. Textbook, Mm. man. So why why was it so frustrating to you that he wouldn't choose a karaoke song? Two questions. One, Mm -hmm. that. And two, is it time for wine? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to ask her two first. Yeah, it's time for wine, I think. Because now now we're into conflict. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I think it was important to I think part of it was uh I wanted to be like friends look at my cool boyfriend boyfriend be cool show them how cool you are you're very cool just show them um and I (laughs) uh need to uh needed to like uh be more yeah just like listening to him more and if that was what he needed or not but also being like not needing to set those expectations on him because that's a lot be cool clay clay be cool in front of all my friends do Um, you still do you do you still feel that need um not not really um i think a little bit here and there but i think i kind of recognize it and i'm like my friends already know and like clay and uh know what he's like even if he's being quiet they think he's cool yeah um uh I just need so much attention, so I don't care if people like him. (laughs) Uh, um, Oh, we're laughing, but. (laughs) It's true. I need a lot of attention. But isn't this, in a way, it's ideal. You can be left alone in a situation. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's ideal in the sense that, like, I was like, finally someone I can be with where I will be ignored constantly <laughs> I don't uh, I pay so much attention to you but like it's, cheers you guys cheers 
what is it to 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 karaoke to introverts mm. and extroverts yes to all of us just living you know what this one is um to your dog oh, oh to Gemma. To Gemma. this is to Gemma. let's pour one out for yep. Gemma who had to go into her crate because she was being crazy <laughs> we were talking about how oh it being a perfect situation yeah yeah is it a perfect situation for you to have you know people someone to consume the attention <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like you're saying it that way. It, my brain is saying like, yes, that makes sense. It should be perfect, but I don't. I, I don't feel like I think of it that way. Maybe it's just because so I. So there is conflict to do with sharing attention. Um, um, not a lot. I feel like I, um, we've had to. Uh, <laughs> I, what? Well, I was just. I feel like the conf. If there's any conflict, and it's really not conflict so much as uh i'm just thinking of how when we're around cardinal redbird constantly and (laughs) i am dealing with all of the bits it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) yeah we're a bunch of maniacs um we pick on clay because uh we call him claire (laughs) (laughs) uh that started literally the first time they all met as a group because uh-huh. it happened at our apartment and we made him take our photo and then we called him Claire for an hour. <laughs> it was great. Um, um, but I think I think like it's so like, he gets attention. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if uh, this is not like a conflict, it's just I think sometimes like we'll f- I'll be like, oh, I feel like we hang out with your friends more than mine sometimes. Like and mm-hmm. we've talked about that sometimes and and having to balance that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things where it's not so much perfect just because, but it it stems from like, well, she's an extrovert. So of of course we're going to end up hanging out with her friends more often. Uh, Because I hang out with my friends literally every moment. Okay. All the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, yeah, I didn't that. Yeah. Cause if you, when you're going to hang out with, you would hang out with your friends 30% of the time that she would hang out with her friends. Right. Yes. And I will sometimes be home at night and get a text from, Beth or Zeke or something at 1030 that's like want to get waffles and I will say okay Clay I'm gonna go get waffles at night time and I know Clay's not gonna go because uh it's nighttime and he has to work in the morning but it's also like uh he doesn't need that constant yeah uh uh social uh I would say my extroversion is more like a, I want to be social all the time yeah and I really like that but it also is like we've had to uh be communicative Mm -hmm. about, um, I will have to say every now and then like, Hey Clay, um, please come to my show, uh, because you haven't been to one in a while and it makes me feel good. Um, Mm -hmm. and I know that he can't come to a a bunch of them. And also we're improvisers. I'm having shows constantly. I'm not going to all of his shows. He's not coming to mind. That would be an insane thing. Um, especially after seven years of together one year in, yeah, we're going to everybody's shows, uh, seven years in come to one every six months and that's fine. But um, yeah, I think I recognize that sometimes I'm like, I need <laughs> um, I need that feedback and I need just kind of that positive reinforcement um, and we'll just have to kind of communicate it to him. See yeah. my show and tell me I did a good job. And also it's like, not to sound from that story, like Sarah never invites me to anything. <laughs> but like, she'll oftentimes invite me or like, you know, I'll get texts from you at later in the night and just be like, hey, we're getting waffles in oh, case sure, you want to come. I invite him all the time. Yeah, and I think part of it, too, is just, you know, I think if you're earlier in a relationship, it can be easy to either 
not invite the like if she didn't invite me because she's like he's never gonna come then I probably would feel weird about like I never get invited Uh uh-huh but also if she invites me and I more often not than not say ah I'm too tired or I don't feel like it and she's not prepared for that then it seems like I don't want to hang out right so there's like a weird like it's almost like the situation is saved by the invite happening, even though we both know it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I understand you're at home playing video games and you seem very happy, but I'm going to invite you out anyway, just so it's out there. And then you're going to play video games and I'm going to go eat waffles. But again, it's just being communicative. Then you're not wondering, Julia. does she want to hang out with me or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Willie, do you really say, come to my show and tell me I'm, I was good? Uh, I don't say they tell me I was good, but I want it. <laughs> yeah, um, I will. I I sometimes just say that to people, and that's. I think that's great. Yeah, and then and I, I yeah. I'm bad at I I'm bad at reading when people want that when they don't really say that. Not necessarily about shows, but like about anything because I will straight up be like, validate me. Yeah, it feels too bad to not get validated if yeah. you want to be validated. I feel like I uh, I validate other people a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it's because I like to be validated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I'm constantly telling you how handsome you are because he is. It's funny because um, it's like I think that is the case that because on my end I don't I feel like I don't go to validating people not just Sarah but in general I know. a lot <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about this on the drive home I don't home. need you to tell me that I'm beautiful because I know it but you could tell me once in a while if you want to uh but I I also think part of the reason I don't is I have a hard time I'm better than I used to but I if someone gives me a compliment my brain immediately is working like uh, what did they actually mean or what's the but here you know yeah. like it's, and I just want to tell you, you look good. Yeah, but like you're <laughs> dating me, so you have to say. <laughs> like, but my my mind does that with everybody, anything. I have friends that I had been friends with for years, and I like won't see them for a bit, and I have to like stop myself from the next time I see them. See them thinking, are we still friends? Do they do they actually hate me? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I also am can be a. I can overthink in that way too. Yeah. Which I'm like, does that conflict with the part of me that directly asks people for validation? No, because I th- I overthink friendship stuff. Yeah. A lot too. Yeah. And have gotten in trouble with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to ask? Wait, I lost my train of thought. God, one sip of wine and <laughs> we lost. We're me. off the rails. Oh, I feel like this. Um. What you're describing, and it sounds like you guys know how to manage it, is some is a dynamic that I'm always kind of fascinated by, which is when you're doing the thing that you you're treating someone the way you would want to be treated, the way all your elementary school teachers told you, and you're being a very good girl and just treating the <laughs> other person the way you would want to be treated, but uh, that's not how they want to be treated, and it's. Uh-huh. A source of conflict. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, I would not want to receive compliments all the time, so I won't give compliments all the time. Mm-hmm. But she wants to receive compliments all the time. Just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it could be too much? Is Would there be a level where you'd be like, okay, that's like, too many compliments? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, maybe I like dating Clay because I've dated guys in the past who were like 
too much. And I was like, no, 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 this is too much. And maybe because uh, I don't get it so much from Clay, I have to like uh, keep pursuing it. Maybe that's what keeps the spark alive. <laughs> I think so. Just me don't being think... withholding. Uh-huh. I feel you like monster? there's this, um, there's kind of a myth that's, or maybe this just comes from my insane mother. But just like you have to be with someone who like treats you like a princess and who understands how incredible you are and who tells you about that all the time. And I was like, I dumped all those guys. <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's okay for me to be with someone who's well, like, think- you're fine. <laughs> I I agree with your mom to a certain extent because I think. Um, Truly, like, yeah, when I think about it, I'm like, Clay doesn't, like, tell me I'm a princess and a beautiful queen all the time. I know it. But (laughs) um, I'm also too cocky. But he he is, like, does treat me like a queen in in the ways that really matter. He's, like, really thoughtful um, and just about, like, always gives good birthday gifts. I never give, once or twice I've given some good gifts, but... He's like always has gifts that I really didn't think that I uh, weren't even on my radar. And I'm like, this is perfect. Wow. Um, and we'll do stuff like uh, we have a one parking spot. Uh, and if I'm coming home late, he will often just text me and be like, I left the spot open for you. Just like the nice stuff. He like comes and hangs out with my family, even though they're my family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own family and they're all crazy to us. But it's like, well, it's our family. It's crazy. I love them. And then you see someone else's family and you're like, that's not for me. Uh, Clay is on board. He came to Hawaii and spent 10 days with my family. <laughs> uh, it was in Hawaii, but it was in the same house as my family. Yeah, all I the made time. a real huge sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went to the beach all the time. We ate so much food. God, you are a saint, um, Clay. But I really. know. I know. <laughs> in the ways that he doesn't like uh, give me compliments all the time, he is uh, just just the reliable great dude that uh uh that anyone would dream of also to be clear i do compliment you sometimes that's true (laughs) Uh, and i always like do you feel like (laughs) let me ask you this Mm -hmm. because i feel like yes i'm not like whatever saying you're a princess every day (laughs) but like when i do say nice things i feel like it's like you know it's like genuine it's I'm not yeah. just saying it because like oh Sarah wants to hear this <laughs> that's true yeah uh and that is what what is nice too about him not like complimenting me all the time it is like I I know he thinks that I look great all the time <laughs> 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 or at least I look like myself all the time which is great but every now and then yeah when he compliments it is I like, hope there's a fucking 14 year old girl <laughs> listening to this I am girl, uh, this is how you need to feel about yourself I'm a little too you confident and no you're I not like too confident it. you're exactly the right amount of confident <laughs> you know I don't have time for people who are like do I look okay I'm mm-hmm. like you we all look great yeah look the way you look live your life yeah. I love it okay, okay. anyway where were we? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to you, 14-year-old girl, listening to yeah. a relationship podcast. Yeah. Saucy, this is what you could do for podcasts. Saucy. 
Look at us. Truly have had two sips of wine, and I'm like, it is a little. It's maybe a little hot because we turned the AC off. Maybe mm-hmm. that's oh, right. maybe my yeah. train of thought. It's nice, sweet wine, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this good. is good wine. This is a Butterfield Station Chardonnay. It's a California wine. Ugh. You know, we if you got saucy to sponsor you, we could also do like wine reviews. Yeah, the honey uh, wine review. Yeah. <laughs> Like, not a, not a wine podcast at all, but I'm making it. A, I'm making it a wine and dog mm-hmm. podcast. Great. That's what I've done. It yeah. starts at a five minute like wine review at the end with the guests, and then slowly it's like, well, the guests weren't at this, but I'll still just review the wine. Yeah, and then eventually it's forty five minutes of wine review by yourself. Yeah, in a five minute conversation with guests. Yeah, great. So stay tuned, listeners. Um. Uh. Yeah, I guess so. There is this discrepancy between like your, the, you know what else is interesting? There is because couples that like don't fight, like you guys don't, you don't fight. No, not really. Yeah, we have like little uh, disagreements and like annoy, like I backseat drive Clay, um, uh-huh. and nag him to brush his teeth. Uh-huh. <laughs> this yeah. is all in the in but the realm he, of correcting his. Verbiage and <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. I'll occasionally uh-huh. be like, ask, uh, have to ask a bunch of times, like Sarah, could we clean up the makeup stuff in the bathroom? I or, just I don't like to clean. Yeah, or like I, I are feel you like, clean and you're messy. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Um, or like even I feel because I think what are the three things you've brought up on your podcast of like. Dishes, and- dishes, driving, mm-hmm. and board games. Oh, Clay is. Um, if you didn't know this, Clay is like king board game. <laughs> he knows what do you like. He knows every oh. board game you've ever heard of, and can also recommend. Uh, if you're like, I love this game, he'll be like, Well, you're gonna love this. Okay, so I'll, I'll be doing that. And I'm gonna ask truly you guys for that advice, and then we're gonna talk about board games. Okay, okay, do it, and yeah, we'd love to play board games. Okay. But like, do you have the gallerist? I don't have it, but I have heard of it. I like. It comes with little art easels uh, that you stand paintings. I on. mean, the fun of it is how insanely complicated it That's, is. I love art. I love board games, but um, we should get this game. Yeah, it's and so I, I like the only person I could make play it with me was my mom but then we like didn't have enough it took like three hours to just get the thing set up like so anyway okay board game tangent we'll get it and we'll bring you okay so you like you like games right and well real fast the reason i brought this Mm -hmm. up was actually not the games uh but like dishes i feel like there's been times where it's like because i feel like i end up doing the dishes a lot which is fine i actually don't care that i do them a lot but there's a thing of like because when I do them, I'll do everything. And Sarah sometimes will be like, oh, I did some dishes. And she'll like do whatever fits in the drying rack. But, but I also clean the bathroom. Yeah. And that's actually why I'm okay with so like doing we the have dishes more the often. Things, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't like doing dishes as much, but uh, also <laughs> it's not that I love cleaning the bathroom. I just get to the <laughs> point where I'm like, this is nasty <laughs> and I need to clean it immediately. Yeah, I feel like we have a weird thing where I think Sarah doesn't like actual dirtiness or like grossness more than me but yeah, i like dislike dust and grime is so but gross i just dis- i just dis- like is is our skin that's Ugh. what it is but she Ugh. doesn't care about clutter and i don't like oh. clutter it's not that i don't care about it it just doesn't uh 
I don't notice it and it doesn't bother me as mm-hmm. much. Right. And I think it's, we are just reverse on yeah. those two. Okay. And That's so, probably between the two of you, your apartment's looking pretty good, right? Uh, not my side. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mostly, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> um, it's also seems like you guys just don't, oh, and this is, gets back to why at, at, like brought up that you don't really fight in the first place you just neither of you seem very reactive like no. you don't mm. run hot Mm-mm. no we are uh both of us are really like when we have had like bigger discussions or fights it's more been um we like we're big communicators which is great so it mm-hmm. is us kind of like breaking it down but there's um i feel like there's no or almost no uh, sorts of situations where it's like, oh, I said something I regretted or anything like that. Oh, we don't that would be so great to live yell like that. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I should need, try that. Oh, I, I get in fights with other people <laughs> where I say things and you can't subtweet someone. Yeah, I don't think... that you regret? I don't think we've ever like gotten to like a yelling fight mm-hmm. at each other. Uh, I think we were talking about this earlier and I think our biggest fight was what Sarah, the... It's not... It was not even like... Everybody has this type of fight where it was about like, where are we going? Are we on the same path? Like, do we want the same things? And Sarah brought it up as our biggest fight. And I thought about it. And my reaction was, I don't think of that as a fight. Because (laughs) I was like, we cried. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, in my head, fight is like yelling at each other or like angry. And that was just a like high emotion conversation. Uh huh. Um, but like even with that, and like, when your needs were in conflict with yeah. each other, and that uh, that's what, what it seems like, you just you guys are good at just chilling when your needs are in conflict with each other. Yeah, it's I will also awesome. notice because uh, I um, and I think we bo- we everybody gets this way where you like get annoyed and you know that like stuff. Uh, stuff grinds on you more than it would on a different day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, well, uh, you no, know, you're already in the like top 5% of self-aware people for even <laughs> saying, saying but, that, but okay. Truly. Like yes. sometimes something will happen today that would be totally fine yesterday or yeah. tomorrow, but it happens today. And it like just makes me so like enraged for a second. And I think we are good at kind of, or at least, I, I feel like I recognize it in myself a little bit or I'll recognize you getting to a point where something is uh, uh, really annoying you. And I think <laughs> we haven't talked about this, so I don't know if you're aware of this at all, but I will take it to a, a place that is like so jokey and stupid. Um, like if if we're getting angry about like, well, did you feed the cats? Well, no, I didn't feed the cats. I thought you fed the cats. Um, we fight about feeding those cats. Um, but I'll take it to a place that just feel like I'll do a dumb character or something that's so, so stupid of like, oh, the cats can't even feed themselves. What are we going to, I don't know. Something stupid. Um, to the, that I think will make us recognize like, this is not a thing to fight about. Yeah. This you diffuse the tension. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, with my amazing character bits. Because that's what Sarah does. And then like with those... Those cats can't be the Oh God, these cats. Get a job, cats. Their names are Pizza and Thomas Jefferson. And they're great. And then... I I love it when when they... When like brother pets have two different kinds of names. (laughs) That's really funny. Oh yeah. They're uh, they're litter mates and everything. They're so cute. Oh, they are? 
Do you want to see a picture of him? Yeah. Great. I do. Good, because I truly uh, couldn't keep, wait. Don't cut this out. Keep this. <laughs> <laughs> um, here. Just, here's when they were babies and Clay's sleeping on the couch. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so you, when did you, how old were they when you got them? Four Two, weeks old? A few weeks, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. We were going to foster. Were you bottle feed? Oh, you were going to foster. We were fostering mm-hmm. them. Okay. And then, it was actually crazy. We fostered for like four weeks and then they found an adopter to keep them together. And we were like, okay, here you go. And they took them away. I was so sad. I cried. And it was the worst. Like a week later, they came back and we're like, the stepdad, they had a cat before. It must have been hypoallergenic and they didn't realize it. Stepdad's allergic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, but I Cut to, to the chase. Why, stepdad's allergic. Why they took them in the first place. Because otherwise, well, if the stepdad's allergic, why stepdad's did they allergic. take them? Stepdad's allergic. We took the-, the cats back. We kept them forever. <laughs> so we basically fostered for seven weeks before we were just like, or keeping these cats, right? Oh, that's yeah. so great. I wasn't allowed to keep my foster kittens. Not allowed? By my roommate. Uh, and also, I don't think I like a big cat. I think I like a kitten. Like little kittens? You would yeah. hate our cats? Oh, you would love our cats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're too big, truly. They're very fat, but they're so friendly and stuff. Yeah, that's when I, they're dogs. They're mm-hmm. like dogs. And, oh, yeah. I, and the, with the, I raised the foster kittens to be like dogs. Yeah. That's, whoever mm-hmm. adopts them is going to have the time of their life. We had a party one time and like 20 or 30 people over and our cats were asleep in the middle of the room, like on the floor. Oh, that's awesome. About to be stepped on. And I was like, you guys are, <laughs> if they got out, we constantly joke about this. They would die immediately. They, Why? they love to like lie down on their, with their bellies exposed <laughs> <laughs> for truly anyone. <laughs> yeah. There's been a fly in our house the last like week and they keep, getting attracted to it and tracking it. But as soon as they get close enough, they could catch it. They just go up and like, just rub their nose on it and then back away. <laughs> They're not hunters, but oh, they'll never so need it. Funny. Did you feed them with bottles? Mm-mm. They were weaned when you yeah. got them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I could talk about kittens all oh, day long. Yeah. Yes. Um, back to the topic. Back to the topic. You have conflicting needs, but you're, you're fine about mm-hmm. it. Oh, and this is the thing about the like bickering about little stuff. We'll call it bickering. Yeah. Yeah. We bicker sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's um, I feel like people should differentiate between bickering and bickering that like is covering a deeper issue because like that you can anyone can stop bickering. You could just be like, I choose not to bicker with my boyfriend <laughs> anymore. <laughs> But if it's if there's like a deeper issue, like say about dishes, it's like, oh, he doesn't respect my time or whatever, then you can't leave that be, yeah. you know? But yeah. it sounds like you don't have that. You're just very easygoing and well-matched, you guys. I mean, that whole like me getting in my head and being too analytical thing has actually avoided fights sometimes too, I think. Because oh, yeah. there will be things, situations like, just as an example, the dishes one where like I'll get annoyed, but I'll be self-aware enough that I'll, I'll just get trapped in my head thinking, this is annoying me. Oh, wait, why is this happening? Oh, it's probably because I'm annoyed about this other thing that's unrelated. All right, I don't have to bring this up with Sarah. And like, it's like a fight has happened in my head without <laughs> you even having to deal with it. Great, I love that. But okay, can I, we're really gonna take a deep dive into anxiety in. cycles. Then when you do that and you're like, that's successful, then when you're overthinking something else, doesn't that confuse you more being like, but am I right about 
this or is this just my anxious overthinking? Oh my God, I can go into all kinds of loops like that. I mean, it's it's better now. Like it's, I was not on any medication for so much of my life and I, it's, I feel like this is a very common story, but I wish I had gone to a therapist so much earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had a, cause yeah, Clay would get in like bad moods uh, for things here and there. And I think it kind of came to a head when uh, Clay was like in a really bad mood, uh, but was like super self-aware. And he's like, this is for no reason. I'm in a really, really anxious, bad mood. And I'm, and everything is going great. So I got to go see somebody. Um, I, I feel weird being the person who's like, I'm not on medication. I haven't seen a therapist and I'm the best. But I think there is a lot of uh, having to be patient and uh, recognize that stuff and not just being like really annoyed with that process, um, which can be uh, annoying and frustrating for both of us. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I think we, the biggest strength in our relationship, I think, is that we are, we communicate really well. Um, and we are so like chill that when something does matter, it's like, okay, let's talk about it. Clay's really good at, um, if I'm upset about something, it's actually very annoying about Clay. I'll be like, I just want to complain about something and I want him to be like, yeah, isn't the world terrible and stupid? But he's actually like, will like <laughs> be talking about, okay, well, how can we fix this? What can we do? And I'm like, no, just just be mad with me. It's a real tightrope I have to walk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another Why, thing. What's the downside of just being mad with her? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's. A, I think like, Joking aside, I think that yeah. is the tightrope because like sometimes I've had to learn sometimes, yeah, just let her be mad, let her work it through. And like, not that I ever thought this, but like make sure it's clear, like, yes, you are entitled to those emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. But I also am of the opinion that like, well, if it's, you know, not if it's like you're mad about the Trump administration or something stupid awful like that where like you can't really do anything by thinking mm-hmm. about it more but if it's something like on a personal level there's like well yeah we can be mad but maybe we can figure out a way so this doesn't happen again or you know fixes the problem or the underlying problem mm-hmm. um and so i think I, I feel like i've gotten better at knowing mm-hmm. the times to just let you be mad or like, work it out with me yeah, yeah or like you know i hate to bring it up but like the trump thing like you know, oh, just don't talk about this right now. Yeah. Um, but then, I don't talk about it anymore and I'm living great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, or the times where it's like, no, Sarah doesn't want me to, but maybe it will be more helpful if I push a little further on this. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that too is me recognizing um, Clay can't fill all of my needs. And that's okay. Yeah. Like sometimes it is, Uh, if I want to be angry and I just want to wallow in it or I want to be sad and wallow in it about something that isn't about us, I, I know I can go to someone else. I can go to my girlfriends and Clay is not going to give me what my girlfriends give me and they don't give me what he gives me. And that's, I think that's an important thing to recognize, um, is that I can't get everything from one person and that's okay. Yeah, totally. I think that's another myth that let's all get over that Mm -hmm. you're like romantic partner has to be every it takes every village. emotional needed yeah <laughs> it takes, it a, takes village. a village to raise one <laughs> self-centered woman yeah so, so how boring would that be 
It would be yes. Oh like, my gosh. Mm-hmm. If you had to hang out with We're me pr- all the time, Sarah, <laughs> come on. No. We probably have a little bit of urban privilege here. Like, think about people who yeah. move somewhere. And, like, what if you move somewhere with your... I mean, a million. Uh, everybody does. You move somewhere with your spouse and they're the only person you know there. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really identify with both of you. I identify with you as uh, an extrovert who thinks I am great. <laughs> you should. You're great. Um, thanks. Yeah. And uh, as an anxious person who overthinks everything wow this is fun <laughs> okay does do the people if from your improv groups think it's like so great that you're dating from your college improv groups you know what i mean are they oh. like oh wow i feel like i haven't talked to them about that specifically lately oh, okay. i feel like the last time i remember hearing like talking about it in that level i feel like everybody was like excited oh yeah at the beginning everyone was like what yeah yeah (laughs) what you guys are dating very clear tone implication there excited what not what (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little of both we were on opposite sides of the country but i think it was like an excited like what but also a what (laughs) you guys couldn't find anyone else in your cities you live in the two biggest cities in america no okay fine um no we couldn't Everyone else in New York and L.A. was bad Mm -hmm. people. Just the worst. (laughs) For us. Bad for us. Yeah, for us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys, what have we learned? Sarah's the best. Sarah's the best. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's a pretty queen. Yeah. Right? Yes, Clay. Thank you. And you are also a pretty queen, Clay. Thank you. Um, uh, Communication is key. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like a really dumb, uh, like corporate phrase, but <laughs> it truly is. Uh, I, <laughs> for us, we're two chill people. Uh, communication is the most important. Yeah. yeah, I think empathy too. Like, I think a big thing yeah. is if you are, you know, like with our situation where one's more extroverted, one's more introverted. It's like empathy is super important, and like understanding the other person. Yeah, too. yeah, um, and being able to be like. That's not how I would approach that, but I understand that you need to approach it in a different way. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I had actually pitched too. There's a book I read recently called Quiet. That oh, is Oh yeah. That's what the secret power of introverts? Yeah. Is that what it's, it's called? The subtitle is annoyingly self helpy. Um, <laughs> but the book itself is great and I am an introvert and I felt like I learned things about the way I am and the way oh, I'm wired. Cool. Uh Classic example. I told Sarah this and she was like, I already know you. <laughs> I was like, why do I need to read a book about how you work? I know you. My reaction was, yeah, but don't you want more info? Like, don't you want to dig into that? And she doesn't. And I was like, well, yes, that is clearly the example between. The <laughs> I understand that that's a very shitty take, but I was like, it's not. The, I don't need to read a book are. on introverts. <laughs> but like, I like because, you and I respect you. But, but because we've talked about that a lot, I felt it was worth mentioning. Like yeah. if anybody's mm-hmm. interested in that or has trouble with that, like if you want to know more about that difference, it's the book's great. Okay, cool. I've heard about it before and I haven't read it, but now I'm going to. Okay. I think maybe five years ago I might've read it, but seven years in, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find the show on Instagram and Twitter at honey with Julia on Facebook at Honey with Julia Meltzer. 
This show is produced by Ryan Middledorf and Ryan Countshouse. Our intern is Portia Critchman. Our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa. And our artwork is by Allie Monroe. Okay, bye! What's a creative podcast network?